Hello, everyone. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to play this weekend, and they were hoping to continue off of their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. Reggie Miller's looking good. He shoots a three, and it's good. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Let's check out some of the scores tonight. Okay, great. Thanks a lot for that look in sports, Brian. Yeah. And when we come back, we'll have one final look at weather. Stay tuned. The Recovery Revolution That's fun. will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction we have some Recovery Network. Sound. See? Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery wow. Podcast. The podcast of clean <clears throat> and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com. With your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. We are. And we're playing with the sound. We sure are. Oh, hey, there I am. My mic wasn't on. Silly. Woo! Yeah. Having some slight technical difficulties. If you'll bear with us. We have, uh, there's something else in the room that's playing audio right now. I think we've identified what it is. <laughs> it's interesting. And, uh, yeah. So we have like a... 12 to 15 second delay where we hear ourselves yeah. again from another device in this room. I can work, man. I found with the two second delay, but 15 seconds throws yeah. your whole game off. Anything less than seven and I'm okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because okay. sometimes we play it a little blue, Jeff. That's true. It's good. It's good to check yourself. It's good to have a seven second delay so you we can don't beat wanna, that out. You don't want to lose the more sensitive no. uh, right. listener. Is everybody hearing us live in the chat room by any chance? Yeah. Can somebody... Are you hearing us through Tell these, us. Yeah, these headphones? I can't hear us through the in headphones. The can chat. you hear us? No, because I turned us off. Okay. Oh, good. that would be why you can't hear it. There right. you go. All right. Um, Hi, Lynn. We can oh, hear Lynn, Ron. Lynn can Fantastic. hear us. Fantastic. Lynn can hear us. That's really we're Lynn good. Lynn the world, yeah. That's <laughs> really good. If we have to uh, broadcast for one, that's, <laughs> that's just <laughs> fine. All that matters. Just um, fine. Here we are. Okay. How's Back it going? again. Yeah. Face to face. Everybody doing? silver spoons. Yeah. I, good. We're gonna. Yeah, we're good. We could go around the horn, but hold on. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna do a check in. Okay. Uh, so, my wife, my wife, uh, has a client. Uh, Matt also has the same client, I guess. Yeah. At, at yeah. Their work works on I was business. In, I was in the pitch. Um, it's a local hotel, um, which I didn't know what to expect. I had some idea because uh, they had some idea. I don't yeah. know that any you guys had been to it before. Mm-mm. <clears throat> we just knew there was a, a, a it's called the On God A N G A D Arts Hotel yeah. yes. in St. Louis in the theater district here. And we knew the the guy behind it was instrumental in uh some pretty uh big hotels down like the Miami area. Mm-hmm. He was involved in some he was involved in Studio Fifty Four in New York. Yeah, yeah. So he had he had he had some uh, some had, cred, uh, bona fides. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some some credentials, and uh, so we we got to do a uh, like a a test dinner. Oh, and the chef, 
I, I don't know the names necessarily. So, it, but is it a chef of some note? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he is, he is of some repute. Yeah, uh, renown. Yeah. Um, and so they're doing a test dinner. To make sure the kitchen's firing on all cylinders. Right. And uh, we we got to go on Friday. That's awesome. Sort of a, a pre-launch invite only. Yeah. And first of all, the food was phenomenal. Yeah. The hotel's really cool. cool. As shit. It's great. Yeah. Just it's in Midtown. Yeah, yeah right by uh, you know, like across grand. from the Fox yeah, Theater, yeah. basically. It's cool. right next to the Sheldon. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah, right and, next to the Sheldon uh, cool. Concert Hall, um, mm-hmm. in in our theater district here in St. Louis, and uh, just really you know national class uh, place. Yep. And uh, so what I was about to tell the guys before before we went on air was, so we're there and first thing everybody's ordering drinks and. You know, I don't want to be that guy, right? And and uh, and I I'm was like, supposed to be there, and I could have, we could have been those guys together, yeah. right? Um, but uh, but so anyway, you're with you're with uh, a you know seven other people who drink, right? But the guy I don't want to be is the guy like showing up at a restaurant, just getting going, not even launch. I don't know if the hotel is exactly open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, and and stump them right out of the gate but i'm like uh, you know, do they have a do you have a non-alcoholic beer they don't yeah of course so, there you go jeff was one go get well-being i'm i'm on straight. it yeah um <clears throat> and uh i don't want to order a coke you know yeah i just don't anymore <laughs> no i'm I know. Just over it yeah you know i'm over and quite frankly i'm over like cranberry and soda yeah so i'm like it, it pisses of, you off. I was talking about how pissed. Right. Anyway, I'm pissed for you right now that they so, they they didn't thought this through. It fucking pisses me off. And I, I don't want to put them on blast for that. Yeah. I really don't. No, I know because yeah. it's a cool place. Totally good people. Terrific food. Yeah, but I'm going to put them on blast in a minute. And you were Just there. Wait. You were and you were so, a beta tester. You right. Know, and you we were, were beta testers. Yeah. Right. And so I, I'm like, she, and I'm like, well, what do you, do you have anything uh, that you recommend for somebody that doesn't yeah. drink? Yeah. She goes, oh, well, you know, I'm sure our, our bartender, of course, will can. Whip, whip up a mocktail, up. yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll try it. And uh, and and this is how far we have to go. Yeah, right. So everybody's getting their drinks. People have, you know, wine and wine glasses, drink and drink glasses. Yeah. Everybody looks like an adult. I'm sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> and over my shoulder comes this... You know, like it looks like a giant Pilsner glass or uh-huh. a vase. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Some Pilsner glass with, or vase. They serve you with a flute of like crazy. Two big old like green leaves, like ripped yeah. off some tropical plant, uh-huh. and a big old flower on it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, everyone's got wines and beers, and everybody's got wines and drinks yeah. and beer. Yeah. You know, some cool. Well, just normal shit. Yeah, yeah. just that. Mine is a you know. <laughs> Sounds like you might have ordered the fancy pants. Right, it's like special. they might as well have yeah. trotted out. I didn't order shit. The the the, <laughs> the bartender was. I'm sure the bartender can come up. With yeah, something. yeah. And to me, it's like that's how far we have to go yet. Yeah, with I agree. Non drinkers. Yeah, there's a there's a thing being with with people understanding the context, understanding what you're looking for, understanding how what you want to feel. What the ex- what you want the experience to mm-hmm. be when you order something, yeah. non alcoholic, is you don't want to be on vacation in the Bahamas, yeah. because you ordered a non alcoholic drink, right? Right. right. The um, struggle is real, as Ben right. says uh, on the chat here. 
Oh my God, serve the sober guy clown It was. Car. It's like they might as well have trotted up with like a pink poodle. Yeah, yeah. You know, shaved with puff balls yeah. and everything. I know. And, you know, balloons and... That's, I know that's my experience with mocktails too. It's like, I'm just like... Just like something like that. You're like, that's the craziest... So deflating. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to Lynn's point yeah. about empty calories, you also don't necessarily want a sugar bomb no because i've you know that's the worst too inevitably whenever they offer to have the bartender whip something up for me i inevitably decline because it's usually something pineapple-y or Mm -hmm. tropical or they they're trying to overcompensate Mm -hmm. you know we Mm -hmm. value simplicity as much as the next person right yeah they 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 think that more things Mm. are gonna compensate for they're gonna make it more special well here's what i will say it was a delicious drink yeah. Oh, oh, good. It was delicious, and good. there were some interesting things going on. In it. There was like things I didn't expect, like that yeah. did give it a complexity that that. Well, that's that good. It. I don't know if belied is is exactly the word, but it, it, the payoff wasn't. It, it it didn't necessarily reflect the the leaves and the flowers and shit and the right. giant yeah, yeah. like vase it was served in. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was like some like. She's like, use some almond something, like mm-hmm. almond, I don't know, essence or something mm-hmm. that gave it a more, um, you know, savory character, which oh, cool. I, I appreciated. Yeah. Good. And it wasn't, uh, it, it was not a crazy tropical drink despite the leaves yeah. and the flower. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was uh, more refined than that. Okay. So. That's good. That is good. I appreciated that. Yeah. And I, again, I'm not putting it on blast because, like I said, cool place, yeah. great food. Wish them nothing but the best, but yeah. it just, it, it's like an education opportunity. That wasn't the time yeah. to go like, hey, can I tell you something about yeah, yeah. non-alcoholic yeah. drinks? Yeah. Teaching um, moment. It wasn't, that wasn't the teaching moment. <laughs> right. Um, well, we'll so get, we'll work hard to get our breeze the in the table. There. Yeah. But you, your hands were underneath it yeah. and you were ready to lift. Yeah. And then you took a sip. That's <laughs> Yeah. Funny. And it was good. Yeah. But. But it's funny. I, I was telling someone the story today just of where, what we're doing. And I was getting angry that I, it, I was all of a sudden incensed that I had spent my entire adult drinking career having to fucking drink Cokes. Hmm. And, yeah. and then you just said that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking sick of Cokes. Well, in That's all bullshit. fairness, Jeff, you haven't always drank Cokes. <laughs> That's true. Because I, I do recall in Los Angeles once, yeah. you Cranberry being like, Club? hey, Matt, will you get me a... Virgin Decker? It was a, it was a basically Shirley a Shirley Temple. Temple. Shirley yeah, it Temple. A, it was a, give me a cranberry and Sprite with cherries. There you and go. It, and, I, and I... And you did. That's I nice. did do it. The grenadine. Yeah, a grenadine right. and... Yeah, I wanted. Yeah, that was that's the original kitty cocktail. All right. Is it a is. Shirley Temple. It is. So, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I mean, part of what, what I came to realize is like, and I wouldn't send it back to this, but if they put that drink in a like a whatever you know, like a mm-hmm. tumbler, like you'd have a scotch out of or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, on yeah. on rocks, not crushed ice, yeah, and put a, a drink straw in it, then you then somebody can just sit back into hanging out with other adults drinking drinks, right, right, yeah. and it's not about faking it, yeah. no, it's just about feeling <clears throat> feeling. Totally comfortable in it and and sort of appropriate, it is. and you're all you know everybody has a, a jacket on, yeah. You know, you're not going to go there in your swimsuit, yeah. You know, when everybody has a jacket, kind of thing. Yeah. But it was in this drink that when I was sitting down, the glass was you know up to my eyes. It was it was you know it was, right. and I was my was the only drink with a straw in it, yeah. 
know. You just look like Sparkler. Yeah. yeah. That's um, funny. I, I was just talking to this guy tonight who, at the meeting, he goes on cruises all the time. And I'm like, well, what do you drink? Because I was just, yeah. he's like, I end up drinking water or most of the time I don't have anything in my hand. Yeah. I, go, I go to all these places. I just, there's nothing I can have club soda. I don't want sugar soda. I don't yeah. drink sugar. You know, it's like I was getting pissed for him. Yeah. I was like, it's crazy. Yeah. How underserved the non-drinking market is in everywhere we go. It's bizarre, yeah. right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. to your or, point, Chris, here's it's not some, about yeah. subterfuge. You don't want to like, you know, pass yourself off as a normie, mm-hmm. you know, but you also don't want to feel like the specialist boy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> you make me feel like the specialist boy. Like, give me something mm-hmm. big and ostentatious because yeah. I want to make a here scene. it was a good drink after all that. Yeah. Just it was a good drink. The presentation was a little bit the horse, presentation. A little horsey. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. All right. Well, we'll get our beer in there. That's one yeah. thing. Yeah. And we'll teach him how to make a proper mocktail. Like right away. Yeah. Get down there, Jeffrey. I will. Yeah. All right. Seriously, and drop, I'd say, I mean, I think you can drop names. I'm and, gonna. Uh, sure. I, uh, I, because he's, he's a good guy. I think we might have gotten in there. I think we might be in there. Oh, really? I just don't know if they have it yet. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I right. just opened. Maybe I'd heard something. I thought I saw an email, oh. but we'll figure it out. Who does that? Well, forget it. doesn't matter. Yeah. Their, their um, website is dripping in my, uh, my words. Oh, good. Yeah. So Mac Liner wrote the website. Well, yeah. it's mostly visual. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. is it, is, well, this is off topic now we're yeah. in it, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> the launch site. Yeah. But now they have, they have a proper site, a proper site. with yeah. which e-commerce and, and I'm gonna tell you booking this, abilities. The website and all that stuff. does not do the hotel justice. No, and we didn't. Uh, we didn't. You guys that. didn't do it. No, we I know. Did so I had to check site. with Holly. I'm like, yeah. so I know you guys worked on the site, and this is my wife I'm talking to. Yeah. My wife, my wife. Um, Jeff annotated that just a. <laughs> I had to dance around it because I looked at the site before we went. And <laughs> That's I'm a like, tough conversation. Not, yeah, heard you guys do the website, no, but not this right. one, right? Yeah. Hey, you know. <laughs> that's true in your position. Yeah. Yeah. You that's know. funny. I can denigrate our work freely. Right. But you didn't do this. No. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, nor okay. would I recommend. You okay. know, it has all sorts so, of functionality. That we, that's what I got. Okay. Um, right on. It's a good and one. Hey, let me just uh, call out. I feel like, and forgive me if I'm wrong, uh, Ben, are you for Ben S., are you first time? I think Ben was here. No, Ben's you, been, been here. You've been here before. Okay, Ben, who was I looking at? Somebody was here a minute ago that... I don't feel like I recognize somebody, and they're gone now. All right. Well, anyway, I just wanted to welcome new and welcome regulars, and uh, yeah, saddle up. And uh, yeah, if you need any help, check in with the mayor. Ron's <laughs> there. He is. Ron's with us. <laughs> um, so uh, check-ins. Yeah, check-ins. Let's see. Anyone? You, I, I had something. Do you have one, man? Because no, I had no. You know, uh, everything's cool. Good. I just came from my shrink. Huh. Straight right out of the gate, and I had a lovely session tonight. Oh, you good! Know, I think it, he's a slow burn. He was listening and he was gathering, and he had a couple of pretty insightful things mm-hmm. um, for me tonight. One of which, really, I think pertains to our situation, mm-hmm. you know, and to sobriety in general. Mm-hmm. He said that I seem to have a propensity to want to have, even in sobriety, a secret. Mm. Like I want to have something. Just wow. that only I know. Wow. That is a little thing, you know, and, and I um I absolutely agree. Yeah. You know, I just I, I think that we get so accustomed to hiding mm-hmm. and lying mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having something that 
something or multiple things in my case that only we know about. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's not about living a double life. It's just no. about a little bit of, you know, reserving one corner of your existence that's just for you and you alone, you yeah. know, and, uh, and that just the act of pulling something off or the act of, uh, of having something nobody else knows about is can be kind of intoxicated yeah. in its own right. Um, so we, so we he were, said this, and we he were said packing this a little bit. Yeah, interesting, yeah, it was interesting. And so does we, he see this in others? He does. And a matter of fact, tonight we finally dug into the podcast a little bit because hmm. he asked me, "Have you know you mentioned going to meetings?" And I talked about that a little bit, and he said, uh, "Have you ever heard of refuge recovery?" Mm-hmm. And that kind of set me off mm-hmm. to the races. I said, yes. And we actually, we went to a meeting and, yeah. and let me tell you about my podcast a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we kind of act as tourists and yeah. we, you know, if we were to have a mission statement, which we don't, it would kind of be, however you got right. sober, mm-hmm. good for you. Yeah. It's cool. You know, yeah. there, yeah. there are a million ways to get there and mm-hmm. they're all as unique as the people themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we talked about that. We talked about smart. We talked about, uh, moderation management and, uh, uh, a little bit of AA, a little bit of secular, a little bit of all kinds of stuff. So it was cool. It was cool. That's he's, awesome. he's down. He's not himself in recovery, but hmm. um, but he gets it. Hmm. He gets it. I think the secret thing. I I have always felt that exact. I always have something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do I. That's just my little thing. I don't know what that is. Right. Right. But or that just. I I never. Now that you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, that feels totally familiar. And obviously, when we were drinking, the entire world was a lie, secrets. I mean, that's all right. mm-hmm. everything was, right? Right. And when it all comes crashing down, yeah, you get you get super honest, but then there's always just, it's almost like a foot out or something. I don't know what, what that feels like or what that is for. Did, yeah. did he describe just the, like, is it a vicarious thrill thing? Is it like you're holding on to, you don't want to commit all the way to something or? I don't know. And I think that we're going to, we're going to talk about it more as we go forward. But, yeah. um, you know, I, and I don't have one right now. Okay. So, and he was just was telling you like, you need to get one or no? No, 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 no. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I said, I don't have anything to hide right now. Yeah. And, um, it's comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, it is comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly, I certainly sleep a little better this way, Okay. but it can be some small financial thing. It can yep. be mm-hmm. some small, you know, it it can be something innocuous or mm-hmm. something big, you know? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, and, and I talked about even back when I was a kid, I, I can remember in fifth grade, I would give myself these little missions. I would be like, okay, you're going to bring this ball of clay to school today mm-hmm. and you're going to hide it somewhere in the gym when you guys pass through the gym Wow! and nobody's going to know it's there. And then tomorrow when you, your class passes through the gym, you're yeah, going to yeah. retrieve it. Wow. And it was That's like, cool. I would give myself these little, you know, covert missions. Yeah. And, and then, you know, even into my 20s and 30s when I would get get high, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. weed, you know, mm-hmm, privately. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have both read Infinite Jest, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Hal Incandenza character right. and his, yeah. he had that predilection for getting high and pulling it off. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, that spoke to me. Yeah. You know, I read that in my early 20s. Yeah. And it was just... And actually, the, I, the, I, I got my first DUI the same night I finished that novel. Really? But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like... Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I I would do that. Like I had this little one hitter mm-hmm. and you know, even at work I would like duck off into mm-hmm. a hallway or a copy room and just do a little one hitter and just get a little buzzed and the fact that nobody knew was the cool was like yeah. yes, I, I am beating this somehow. Yeah. So wow. it was crazy. It was really crazy. But that's a, so. well and it, it, a lot of it, it is and so that that's funny that he knows that because 
for if certainly your last go round was yeah. all lots of secrets, lots of hiding, going to you oh, know, yeah. And so it's good. He's like, oh, maybe that's the thing with you. Yeah, you got to watch yeah. that shit. Yeah, and he and he also it's like a you know, warning said, sign. This is not rare. Yeah, I you bet. Know? He said this is actually yeah. very common. Yeah, uh, among people in yeah. recovery, you know, using it in recovery. Yeah, and it's a tough thing to let go of. So, yeah. Um, God, that's interesting. Having kind of let go of it a bit, you know, it's mm-hmm. like okay, I could get used to this. I could get used to having no secrets. So, um, right now in the chat board, they're talking a bit about. Therapy. The value of therapy or lack thereof in sobriety. And it's, you know, you can have good experiences and bad experiences. Yeah. And I understand both sides of it. And well, it it took, works for some people. It doesn't for yeah. others. Um, well, it t- took you guys a while to find therapists you like. Yeah. Right? I did. And I wasn't even convinced until, you know, Recently. the last yeah. two hours that that this guy was <laughs> onto something yeah that he was onto something that yeah. he was willing that he told me something that maybe i didn't know mm-hmm. or picked out mm. a component of my personality um that, that's uh yeah and that's in a way a relief it's gratifying yeah that's the when good you shit. get that in yeah when you're like oh shit yeah, no, unpredictability that's is like yeah. oh, I mean that's why you're there. I love it, absolutely. Right. It's to be, it, well, it's interesting. Well, one I want to say, uh, um, you know, says um, I would recommend. Just, I, I know that that past less than positive experiences says on the board um, says on the board. Um, would be daunting certainly um i can totally understand that uh but you know it's when when you find the right person Mm -hmm. um or even you know and there's there's a little bit of great as the enemy of good with therapists you know Mm -hmm. it's like but it, and it is challenging. Every time I have to find a new therapist, I, I'm just like a little bit exhausted by the thought of having to try yeah. maybe one or two. Because you got to start all over, right? Because you're like, okay, everyone, I got to start, start all over. Start all over. It's like a new sponsor. Um, like, do you have to start at the beginning again? But, uh, it's dreadful. Yeah. But, you know, and I've done that a few times <clears throat> in the past 10 years um, now, like on, on my third therapist. But, you know, it's worth it. Um Ultimately, when you do find the one you stick with, and uh, and you do get those breakthroughs, which I mean, I just I he hit me with something today about myself. I'm like, holy shit, too. Which is just I'm like, wow. What? Like, what is it? Can't just say. Well, that. um, gonna like spit that out. Here's man. the thing. I don't want to. I I, I just don't know what what family listens. Um, <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh. That's the family thing. That's fair. Um, Chris, I, I think you might be part Mexican. <laughs> I'm like you, son of a bitch. Take that back. You take that back. Um, no. Um, <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Chris is uh, part Mexican. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just just something about myself that I. Here's I will tell you this. He one thing he told me today is he goes often when he asks me a question about what I'm thinking about what I think about something or mm-hmm. I feel about something or he goes a lot, I often start with uh, sort of a it's always it's almost like a um, a tick you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I don't know and and I and he said you know you say that a lot and 
when before you begin yeah um and i think uh it's you know what i told him is i think it's because i i hesitate to pretend i even know myself yeah yeah, yeah you know because yeah. i'm not sure i do you know yeah. that's why i'm there i want i want help understand i want help learning about myself yeah you know? um and uh you know and then he and, and then he he sort of hit me with something today where i'm like i had no idea about wow. that about myself wow that he goes after spending this time with you in, in mm-hmm, this room mm-hmm. over these 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 you know months um uh, all right it's going to be too big of a cliffhanger he said he said you you have definite tendencies. He goes, I don't want to drop another diagnosis on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, you have definite um, tendencies of someone with PTSD. Really? Really? And I'm like, I, I have no, you know, I, it's interesting, like, when you're inside of something, yeah. you don't, what's the, when you're in water, you don't, when you're a fish and you're swimming, you don't see the water. Sure. Right. Um, and uh, that was an interesting revelation. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it it's something... Because it's my, it's it's I, I'm inside it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily change. I don't feel brought low by it. You mm-hmm. don't feel brought down by it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's something now that I can address. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so, did I, you say like what that means? All these things add up to this this thing, or uh, and what? It, it, that's we interesting. Didn't get to the breakdown because. Then it just sort of like yeah. went wild, you know, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. what? Yeah, I was like, like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like what? <laughs> and, and he was like, he "I'll PTSD you, motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So anyway, that's that's. that's it, I mean, to me, that's yeah. the shit I go for. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, good. okay, so now we we go forward from there. Yeah, it's just another yeah. X on the ground, and it's like, all right, yeah, we can let's. Do we want to go? And you know, do we right. want to dig here? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That is good. Yeah. So, in in a way, to your, to your point, it's that's why I go mm-hmm. because I would not have known that if I wasn't talking to a professional therapist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I wouldn't have that perspective. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that explains you know a lot of stuff. stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so anyway. I, th- uh, I think it's the right therapist and it's also your intent in going because, you know, I've been going to therapist since I was seven years old, you know? I mean, my parents put me in therapy when you were when I was seven? seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I went all through my childhood. Can, just, uh, it, that was because of irrational fears. Okay. I was really afraid of some really weird stuff. Okay. Not typical childhood stuff. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, into my teens and then I elapsed for a little while and then I went back in my early 20s for depression and mm-hmm. anxiety um, but it was usually to placate parents or mm-hmm. others or sometimes it was just going through the motions you know mm-hmm. or to, mm-hmm. to get the heat off a little bit mm-hmm. you know um, a lot of it had to do with when I was using and drinking yeah, yeah. people you know um, so anyway but when you go as you were saying Chris out of that curiosity to either know yourself better or mm-hmm, understand mm-hmm. your motivations a little bit more or you know i think and you and you kind of get you go in knowing that you're going to get out what you put in yeah i know it sounds trite but like yeah when you invest in it i think it 
It yeah. makes a difference. Um, yeah. When you get honest with your therapist. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. hide shit from your therapist. Oh, yeah. In which we talked about <laughs> last week. Yeah. Or just manipulated them for your own jollies, you know? Um, yeah. My, my th- therapist, I, I had, and we were doing the podcast at the time, I had a pretty aggressive therapist for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. Who really would just kick your ass. me and yeah. tear me down. Yeah. Um, uh, which this guy's like a little bit gentler, um, you know? He did. He he also one interesting thing he brought up too is he was like, you know a lot, mm. you know a lot about stuff, mm. you know, and um, <laughs> uh, particularly as pertains to addiction and substances mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know that that wasn't a huge revelation because I do understand that you know self knowledge it hasn't afforded me anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I mean knowledge about drugs and knowledge about their effect right. on me and all of my various. Yeah, what that it does to you? Shit, at does the end it? of the day, right? Yeah, because it's you'll violate those the principles and tenets just the same, you know. Yeah. So, um, when there's sort of like that academic understanding, but then the practical, oh yeah, application of stuff to get your shit together, yeah, always eludes me. You know, it's like I know this that like just like now with this. You know, sort of new edition. I mean, understand it and I can look it up and I can mm-hmm. all the shit, oh, but sure. then when I t- actually do something yeah. <laughs> about it right. is what will elude me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And anyway, that's... Yeah. yeah, and there's a... You know, I've always kind of, I think, hidden behind mm. academia a little bit, you know? Right. Like, if I can know everything there is to know about this, I'll have right. some control over it. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. It's still, it's a whole different... I think lots of people have tried to Try to use that to get sober. Absolutely. I just never... Yeah, right? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, if someone can recite how it works from memory, yeah. which I used to really pride myself on being able to yeah. do, then you, it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sign. So that's what this old, this old timer would tell me. That's like, I've never seen anybody get sober who know, who can do that. Wow. Like, well... Okay, Mr. Old Timer. That's funny. It's funny when you were talking about your old therapist. Every time you talked about him, the image I had in my head was fat bastard. He was a Scott. Yeah, I know. Just <laughs> Nigel, and he would yell at me. And he was he was entertaining, but ultimately it just got way too contemptuous. Mm. You know, yeah. when he pulled this like Emperor Star Wars shit on me, like yes, feel the hate, mm. let it course through your body, Luke. You know, like yeah. I was just like I don't I don't think the answer to latent anger. Is, is to have anger. Active anger. Yeah. I don't think like, oh, so I just need to fucking blow up every once in a while and I'll feel better? Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> did you did you do anger things in therapy? I bet I had to go to anger therapy. Yeah, you did have to go to anger therapy. Remember that? Anger yeah. management? Yeah, kinda. Because it was from work. They're yeah. like, you're angry. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm I've been angry all week, like unidentifiably oh, angry. Yeah, I've had like anger things. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong. Jeff but is I can't a, find... uh, addicted to Rageahol. Yeah. He's that's, a Rageaholic. That's your thing, though. That's your, <laughs> totally. your default bad yes. mental place. Yes, yes. Like Rage. Yeah. Instant yeah. rage. Yeah, just putting... Getting on blast. Yeah. Like raging out on yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. And I felt that way this week. and But I can't figure out what it's from. That's the weird part. Like, normally I'm like, oh, I know why I'm rageful. Right. <laughs> but now I'm just feeling, I'm feeling rageful all week. Like, what the fuck? So that was that wasn't just good. Like free floating, yeah. But I remember ambient when ambient rage, yeah, free floating ambient. But I remember going to anger therapy, and one of the things was we're going to take our anger out and walk it like a dog 
in the thing and I was supposed to get oh, angry at the thing, but I wasn't angry. So it did feel weird to try to get rage out in a therapy session. I don't know if that helped in the real world. Like a big dog. Like a dog. Like a mean dog. Like a big dog. Like a big dog. Walking around the thing. I was like, okay. I mean, I'll try. Sick it on some We're going to yell in the thing. We're going to get pissed off in the therapy session so we won't get pissed off. Maybe that works. I don't know. I don't know. That would be like, all right, in this AA meeting, we're going to get fucked up. We're all going to (laughs) drink for the next hour so we don't do it out there. That's the version. Yeah. That's Um, funny. mm. Yeah, you take so, your dog, you walk it, and then you take it to the vet, you get it neutered. Yeah. And then everything. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Can't procreate. No. Does it, do do we get anyone get uh like holiday weirdness? Yeah, coming up. Anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely get anxiety. For sure. Yeah. I'm okay on the holidays. So it's not like you don't start getting any mm. Oh maybe. Is that what my anger's from? Interesting. Just weird end of year. Something. Like I feel like your anger yeah. is a manifestation of anxiety. Yes. Like it's, it's because anxiety is what's behind so many, you know, anxiety yeah. is behind sure. depression. Anxiety yeah. is behind anger. Anxiety yeah. yeah. And anxiety is fear, right? It's Basically, you're having yeah. anxiety about some, something yeah. you're yeah. fearful of. Yeah. 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 I could, I could say that. I think most of my anger definitely comes from being scared about something. Like mm-hmm. if I had to break it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people are fucking idiots, but yeah, there's that too. Yeah, fear of idiocy—it's <laughs> a real problem. It's a fucking, fucking uh, fear. We're having an interesting conversation in the chat board right now about yeah. self-identification as an alcoholic, and the uh, Ron, the mayor, the of, mayor uh, of the SRN world, uh, said that he had like a little fantasy today, a little daydream, a little yeah. brief respite moment when he thought maybe I'm not an alcoholic. Ooh. Yeah. I I can relate to that. I can relate to that. I can relate I to we that. We all do, right? Yeah. And and Paul P seventy two took a shirt off at a Sonic Youth concert at thirty seven years old. Paul, good job. I've been to many Sonic Youth concerts. <laughs> Where's uh, the problem? But were that? you shirtless? I, I don't think I've ever taken my shirt off in public. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh God! Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, a swimming pool. At the swimming pool, of course. I am I often years shirtless. Shirt yeah. Chris, on the other hand, <laughs> when you have. A full head of dreadlocks. Yeah, you, you almost really have can't to wear a shirt. No, not at a yeah. concert. Not at a sweaty concert. No, that's no. funny. That's fantastic, though, Paul. Yeah, um, nice one. I, but have you guys ever? You're so far removed from, you know, the days when you were in your cups, as they say. Mm-hmm. Like I remember thinking, you know what? Maybe I was just immature. Oh right. Maybe I. Right. The reason I had problems with my drinking in my twenties is I wasn't. A grown-up yet. Totally. And now that I have some coping mechanisms, maybe now I can... Man drink. Now I'm in man drink. (laughs) Totally. Now I can drink like an adult. And and you know what? I couldn't. Yeah. But you think maybe. I've had that all the time. Like I just got... I I really didn't really try... You know, I didn't get to the point where I was an adult drinking. Mm -hmm. Like I was a kid when I quit. 24. And I've had all kinds of thoughts. Like, But then, then you think that through and you're like... Do you honestly think is it social drinking? I mean, I know I'm never going to social drink. Mm-hmm, I no. just know, like, there's no way. I and so then, like, I yeah, uh, I just got and just fucking get hammered. Right. Yeah, that's all I would want to do. I'd say I've had that thought within the past couple of weeks. I'm like, like, could I have a drink? Yeah, and and you know, I think I've been open like the way I have it. I I do. I I'll mm-hmm. have the. The, the thought game, the yeah, thought yeah. 
experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll sort of play it out, and I'll be like, I don't know, maybe. But then I think about somebody like, you know, we used to talk about him a lot. Uh, PSH, Phil Hoffman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, and, 22 years yeah, in. Yeah. 22 years, which still got me beat by a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gave it a, a shot. Yeah. Thought maybe I could be a social heroin user. Well, no, but I think he started with He's a beer. A, I, yeah, think I, think he, I think the story is he like started. He had a Heineken one night. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the real danger. Because could we go have a glass of wine at dinner and not drink anything else once? Probably. Oh, I many. Well, some I don't of know. Most, I don't. I, know. I don't know. I don't know. You're I right. Literally, <laughs> that is don't true. No, and the, <laughs> that's what keeps yeah. us sober. Yeah, yeah. Let me learn you something. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> some of the most miserable, having tried and failed, and well, that, yeah. and you know, going in and out a few times. Yeah. Some of the most miserable experiences in my life are the evenings in which I could put right. it off because mm. there were a number of nights when Where I you just did one drink, two beers. Yeah. And and, and you I wanted more. Miserable. I wanted more. Yeah. I didn't get any pleasure out of it. Yeah. It felt counterintuitive. Yeah. And you're probably molecule, pissed that you drank. Yeah. Every atom in my body was screaming out yeah. for, let's do what we do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's it. But let's not, do what you we don't do. don't prove anything to yourself. You don't let, you know, it was just absolutely terrible. Yeah. Ben says moderation was fucking torture. Yeah. It, it's so counterintuitive. Yeah. I'll never be that person. Yeah. I'll never be that person. And I don't know. I, I enjoy sobriety too yeah. much yeah. now you know i uh i was talking about this uh today but i was on the road last week and i was with three people and uh it was the night before a big meeting and everybody was you know having some cocktails mm-hmm. and getting a little loose and i just love the fact that i could be like well i'm going to my room yeah and everybody knows I don't drink, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that mm-hmm. now is the time when you drink. And the fact that I could just walk away, mm-hmm. I just was like, "This is the best," you know, mm-hmm. because I, I I don't know, I I don't find any entertainment. Yeah, people drinking just <laughs> you know, but and that's the thing though. Even with you guys, and I know there there are certain expectations as a professional, and that's a big part of maybe why I, I couldn't cut it to some degree because you guys to varying degrees were much better professionally at dealing with those situations Mm -hmm. and i remember one time specifically that quite frankly brings me a lot of shame Mm -hmm. is when we were all in new york Mm -hmm. and there was a dinner with i forget who but the big president of the company. Is well, that the not one? that dinner, but there was a different dinner. That one I didn't enjoy, and I went the one at funny, so, the one at Soho House. Yeah, that was good. But then, but then, the next night or the night before, I can't remember which. You guys went to another dinner. Okay. And both being sober. Yeah. All three of us being sober, you guys managed it, and I could not bring myself to do it. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I told you guys like somehow I wasn't feeling well. Which is just ridiculous. So you didn't go to the dinner. I didn't you, go. Oh. I remember that. I remember the and, lobby of the hotel, and I remember when you texted. Yeah, I think we had a Blackberries back then, but um, but <laughs> you, you didn't tell me. I I swear I would swear to you didn't tell me you weren't feeling well. I think you just said I'm not up for it. I may have. I hope I said that because yeah. as least was more honest. But I, yeah. I do feel like I feel like I I. I 
but maybe my memory's wrong, but I feel like I said like I didn't feel good or yeah, yeah. I don't know what. But um but but then quite frankly when you guys came came back and I just like, that a friend fun? of that we knew from St. Louis was there. Yeah. Who yeah. also at the time was deep or maybe the beginning of a hard road down to a hard bottom. Yeah. Um I'll, I'll tell you off mic, but yeah. um Really? I think so. Okay. But at least a couple. Yeah. At least one friend from... Anyway, the point is that somebody drunkenly went up to like Joe Pesci or something, yeah. or was it at the restaurant? Oh, yes. Was like yeah. har- harassing It him. was Joe Pesci. It was yeah. harassing. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm so glad I didn't go. Yeah. I remember this. Because I just... Kind I of coming back to me. Wait. Anyway. Is that the same night? Yeah. Yeah. There was some Joe Pesci involvement, some story of someone who wouldn't leave somebody alone like that. Right. And you're just, oh, no, it was, it was Harvey like, Keitel. It was Harvey Keitel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. yeah. Oh, funny. yeah. I do remember that. God. And, uh, it's so funny. But. No shame, Chris. Well, no shame. But no shame in that, brother. No, I know. When you're not up to. Yeah. Sometimes there is. But some, on the outside, you. Discomfort. You yeah. might you can't do it. Yeah. You may presuppose that there wasn't discomfort. You know, on my part, I know that I probably I was jealous of you. You did it, though, is what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, and you did it. But I, you, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can always, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. That, I was so stunned <laughs> to find out that Jeff didn't drink. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought he was a rager. Yeah, Jeff's you know? always capable. When you were, in those you know, you were telling me a story. You're like, I was out with a beer client last night till three in the morning. Yeah, and then we're in your car driving <laughs> to a meeting, and uh, I'm like, yeah, I actually, I'm. I don't drink. I'm sober. And you were like, no way. I got eight years. Yeah, or I have funny. seven years or yeah, something. Yeah. That's when I'm, you know, and I'm like, yeah. holy shit, this guy? That's and you're like, funny. yeah, I was drinking O'Doul's with the client. Oh, Dizzy's, baby. What? That's what I know. I'm telling you. That's yeah. funny. Oh, Dizzy's. So anyway, Chris, on the thing, someone yeah. was talking about drinking a love story, your favorite yeah, book. Right. Yeah. Did you see that fly by? I did not see that fly by. Okay. I know the chat room's going crazy tonight. Yes. And uh, so give us but, help. And also, I was going to say, this Saturday night, we can... We're going out, Chris. I can't see your new mayor profile pick, Ron. Uh, drinking a love story is terrific. Um, a very important for your recovery, right? Or your knowledge of yourself. Oh, or drinking a love story? A Absolutely. Seminal, that, book. That, was, seminal book. that was the book yeah. that I didn't know I was an alcoholic until I read that book. Yeah, yeah. And then I read that book. I'm like, oh, this is what's been going on. Mm. Yeah, um, I really relate to the main character, right? <laughs> yeah, I did actually really at the, at the time. Um, R.I.P. Uh, Caroline Knapp. Um, really so, enjoying the chat room tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going on and a lot of good stuff. So on that note, though, before it gets too late, I do want to say if anybody wants to Skype in, I'll open it up. If not, no big. Uh, let me know in the chat room. Um, no otherwise, we'll whatsoever. just keep, Matt, Jeff, and I will just keep. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is so we were. This is kind of funny because Saturday nights at this bar in St. Louis, if anyone's in St. Louis at Pops Blue Moon this Saturday, we, it's an NA Saturday, is what mm-hmm. we're calling it. I think, I think we may have talked about this last week. We did. But it's all the different kinds of cool non alcoholic drinks being mm-hmm. served. They've got the Seed Lip Competitor. Mm. So if there's that. There's that wakava from my boy from Nigeria. There's lots of kombuchas and all kinds of other stuff. Plus, obviously, our beer. Um, Talk to me about wakava. What are we? What are we wakava doing? is a hibiscus. There's this African hibiscus plant that no one has in the U.S., but it's really good, uh, healthy for you. It's got tons of antioxidants, whatever. Yeah. So. 
This guy's importing the hibiscus and he's brewing a tea, and it's really good. But like it doesn't have kava in it, right? Yeah, no, I don't okay. think it does. What's kava? Is that coffee? Kava? No, no. Kava, kava is uh, it's a root, I believe. Okay, I maybe it does. To, I went to a kava bar oh. in San Diego oh. um, about three years ago with okay. with my fiance. Uh, okay, Mike and I went there. And, is it uh, like a tea? Uh, it. It's made, it's like a pulpy drink. Okay. And it's supposed to have relaxing properties. Interesting. Um, you can buy kava kava. Something. Kava tones, whatever they are. At, okay. You know, Whole Foods or whatever. Okay. And uh, it's Maybe. supposed to be, have a relaxing. Interesting. Uh, yeah. We'll have to ask yeah. him. At one point I bought a tincture of it. Okay. Um, to yeah, yeah. See, you know, trying to take the edge off the anxiety a little bit. But Tinked then up? I thought, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I don't need to be doing that. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they had this kava bar in San Diego that we went to, and I got to tell you, um, super depressing. Was it? it? A lot of people in recovery in there. Yeah, and uh, it just it had a, the air of there was like a quiet air of desperation there. <laughs> like a lot of people were using it as their bar. Yeah, and acting like they would in a bar. Yeah, and like drinking way too much kava. Yeah, and, you know, give me. F- two to go and Mm -hmm. you know you could just tell people were swapping it out for whatever but um and i i guess it might have made me feel a little you know yeah off somehow but um well come well saturday night so i was thinking we would go saturday night and interview everyone there and i want to find out why everyone's not drinking i just want to know everyone's story (laughs) right so it'll be fun yeah just high energy accosting people yeah why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking well, I think it'll be fun because they have a really nice place that we'll we can record it with our mobile and see what we get. Okay, maybe it'll be a little show. I like it, but I I want to do it for consumer research just because I know there's tons of different reasons of why mm-hmm. people are at this thing. Right. Um, and last week there was a bunch of college kids there, and there was you know all kinds of different people mm-hmm. were there. Um, yeah, and I just like to find out why people's relationship with alcohol, why they have found themselves at this bar on a Saturday night at a bar serving non-alcoholic drinks. That is interesting. I wonder how many people knew it. Did every you've gone before? I have gone, and it was really fun. You went just once? Or yeah, we just times? they've only they only had two nights. So I didn't go last Saturday. They had the Saturday before I did. And this Saturday will be fun. There's a nice DJ playing. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's it a proper dive bar. It's a total and, uh, dive bar. If but they've taken all the alcohol out of the bar. There's no alcohol. So, but if somebody comes in and asks for a drink, you ain't getting it. Ixnay on the it is a wow. bay. And a it's Saturday. Booze Bay. Yeah, no booze. Booze Bay. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's cool. Oh, so if you're in St. Louis, come on down and meet us, obviously. Tell us where you're there. And if not, yeah. Yeah, if not, we'll report back next week. And see how it went. If, yeah. you know, yeah, we're big talkers. No, we're going to do I'm going to make you Chris guys do this. Chris and I are big talkers. <laughs> Jeff, yeah. you, you... I'm going to make you guys do this. Yeah, we'll, is, go, we'll go. You're way more normal. Yeah. yeah. I, It'll yeah. be fun. Um, okay, so that's Saturday night. I'm not like staying all night or anything. No, yeah, 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 we'll stay for a couple yeah. hours. Right. Yeah, it's fun. And we, but they have this thing that I've made that you guys have to try. Look at this that. Fucking Look at what? Cool Project Red right Pops. Jeff, tell Josh L I said hi. I will, Josh L. I will. Wow. See, we ben. do need well being in Portland. We're trying to get up there. It's a long way away. That's where Ben is. But if Portland? you have beverages and more, is a store that is on the West Coast, and we're going to be in that soon. And it's a big retail chain. So I think they might have them in Portland. Or Seattle or something. Man. Bevmo is what people call it. Well-being is reaching Bevmo, out. yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to get Bevmo. Out. Ron saying Lawrence, Kansas needs well-being. We're uh, coming. We're coming. I just talked to the guy today. We're going to get to Larry K, baby. Uh, Jeffrey's alma mater's there. I know. I'm bringing up samples. Right, we're not on plugs yet, Sorry. People. Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, breaking <laughs> protocol once again. But I do think it's... It, so here's, it's interesting. 
these lots of people, non-alcoholic nights at bars are going to be a thing next year. It's interesting for people in recovery just whether you, you know, it's like I think people in recovery always have fear that there's no fun to be had when you get yeah. sober. That was my big fear. I yeah. can tell you that. And I still think that's a big fear. I hear that all the time, especially with young people. Yeah. Uh, we, we think our lives of fun are over in recovery. And believe AA dances are, yeah. bars are seen, not, unless we had to go to bars and I just had to figure it out because I went all the time because it was the business. Right. But, most people don't. If you're, there's no point for you to go to a bar. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think there's a way to think about not drinking where we should be able to go to places and not feel uncomfortable or not right. feel stigmatized and go have a social time well, like anyone on the fucking planet. Right, and not get served a vase with flowers. And in not it. get served a yeah. vase with fucking flowers. Right. Yeah. It's totally um, okay to have 10 choices. And so I think that time's coming. And I think it's interesting. Yeah. And whether it's for people in recovery or people who aren't drinking or. If, as a mission, we just lower the total consumption of alcohol globally is not a bad thing. I like that they remove all the alcohol from the bar. Yeah. That makes me feel really good. Because you, you, know, get a drink. you know what you you know what the twelve step review would be. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, you hang out in a barbershop long enough, yeah. you're gonna get a haircut. You're gonna get a tattoo. Yeah. Or a bar- uh. yeah, or a tattoo parlor, <laughs> you're gonna get a tattoo. Yeah. Insert whatever. Yeah. Know. But yeah. um but whorehouse. Okay. <laughs> Butcher. Butcher, you're going to get a cut of meat. <laughs> you're going to get You're going to get a lamb shank. I'm just saying. Uh, so very interesting. Yeah. I, but I like it's, that. But it's like cool, that. right? It's a little safer. It's a lot safer. Exactly. Place, you know? And, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that the feeling that you're never going to have fun again, you know, a silly young man once said, uh, I'm not going to be one of those joyless automatons. Yeah. And that silly young man was me speaking <laughs> to my mom when she said I should probably stop hearing it. I, I don't want to be one of those joyless automatons, mom. And you know what? Yeah. Um, I'm a joyful automaton. Now. <laughs> but it feels like it feels like the fun's over when you quit drinking, right? You feel like looking from the outside looking in, you feel like the fun is over. Yeah. And even in the early days of sobriety, I felt as if I'd closed you know a chapter when i look back drinking hadn't been fun for me no i know in so fucking long (laughs) you know the last years of drinking were misery yeah like yeah you know i'm gonna miss those good times of you know hurling by myself (laughs) it's not being cool socially too i mean i would go out and get towards the end just Mm -hmm. sloppy drunk yeah yeah so i wasn't being social, I was just, I mean, I know it's pejorative, I know there are all sorts of new ways we're supposed to talk about ourselves and others, but I was just a sloppy drunk yeah. at a bar. Yeah, so was I. I was, I was the a, drunk guy. I was a party foul, <laughs> yeah. constantly, falling through tables, breaking right. glasses, yes. yeah. like not oh. able to go in several places right. in Chicago, Yeah, you Oof. know, or just, just, I did that? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I don't Blackout. remember even being oh, slow here. Slow down, kind of shit. Did yeah. I do that? <laughs> that was Urkel? Yeah. <laughs> I never encountered Urkel uh, on the television. Yeah. Um, so in, li- in light of that, mm-hmm. what's interesting, so a couple years ago, uh, Margot Boyer-Dry started this newsletter. She's like a phenom um, called uh, Laura Mipsum. And uh, I had subscribed to it and... She and she, it's just like little features on, 
I don't know, cool shit for millennials, basically. Okay. And she had a feature a couple years ago, literally, it was October 2016, Hot New Thing, Being Sober. Oh. And, so I, and it was very beginning of her newsletter. And so I just, I responded to her. And uh, and then in a subsequent issue, she featured Clean and Sober. Oh, cool. Which is really cool. Yeah. And uh, so now, two years later, uh, her latest issue of Lorem Ipsum was uh, titled The Dry Issue. Oh. And it just talks about uh, the $15 mocktail, which is interesting. Yeah. So yeah. now mocktails are big business. Totally. And you're paying a premium totally. for what you what you got for, yeah. it's like it's, yeah. it's almost like be careful what you wish for yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly how many um, flowers were in that bitch <laughs> but uh <laughs> the 15 dollar mocktail that's funny i was talking to someone tonight like i don't mind paying because we were out at the at the brewery i had lunch you know whatever i was i drank my beer at the brewery because it's on tap i'm like oh it's oh. such a pleasure to get a beer whatever it's yeah. fucking cool you're fresh uh, and i'm like i'm happy to pay the same exact price it yeah. makes me yeah. feel like right, oh, right. which killer. is fine yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like oh it's fun yeah I don't even, I don't even but, think uh, but I'm with you like a $50 mocktail. That's what a real cocktail fucking costs. And there you go. Do you ever look back? I rarely do. But at the expense of drinking? Oh, yeah. 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 Have you added up just in my little time? I think one time I added up was like a couple hundred thousand dollars of drugs or drinking, right? Yeah. Just in oh, my little. Yeah. I've thought before, like if I, you know, like that, all right? the money I spent, you know, it, yeah, because at one point my. You know, yeah, daily amphetamine and yeah. was easily over one hundred twenty-five dollars a day. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, one hundred and twenty-five dollars a, a day. day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, wow, you remember those days? I yeah. do. I remember yeah. those days. I remember <laughs> so many things. I remember about those. Yeah. Just funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, just like. Yeah. I just remember. Jeff was my boss. Yeah. When uh, not I to believe it, a company card. Uh, there were some funny moments where like, HR just kept coming in and like, because when you spend things on credit cards, they know where you spent the money. Mm, They're yeah. like, Matt keeps charging all this stuff at Page Avenue Head Shop, and it says plant food. Why do you think he's buying five hundred dollars worth of plant food at a head shop on Page Avenue? I'm like. Wow, I don't know. Plant food. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Wamp, wamp. He loves plants. <laughs> yes, he He's does. He's got a green thumb and also a massive drug problem. Uh, yeah, super embarrassing. But oh, then again, you know, what was that? That was nine, eight, nine years ago. Was it? Ten okay. Years ago. Yeah. Yep. Ten years ago. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, it feels good. That does feel yeah. good. Yeah. Those are the, those are the God, just I've, funny I'll days. Have five years soon. Yeah, yeah five years. Crazy. Yeah. Almost as Fuck much time yeah. as this podcast itself. <laughs> yeah, I you know. Guys, yeah, you guys had like seven months. Yeah, head start. We had seven months, seven months podcast time, and then you yeah. joined us. Yeah. yeah. Wow. When's your When's your five? Is it the fall That's or it's spring? April. Okay, April. Yeah. That's five years. Five years. All right. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, this is hilarious. Uh, they're trying to figure out. Says lives in Australia, and they're trying to figure out what it would cost to ship a six pack to Australia. Right now, we're, the estimate is uh, about uh, eighty-two bucks. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, someday Jeff cracked the code wow. on that one. Wow, that's probably about right. We shipped to Hawaii. That's tough. Sixty bucks. I just shipped something to Hawaii. It was sixty dollars wow. for really? a twelve pack. You, a twelver. A twelve pack of beer to go to Hawaii. Bucks. It was sixty bucks to ship it. Girl, unless, but we'd kind of cracked this. <laughs> There's like a way to ship to mili- U.S. military bases. Interesting. Which is. 
just just like sending it mm-hmm. in the continental United States because they pick it up. So I was like, oh, if you're near a military base, we could get it to yeah. you. What you do is you load all the beer into a missile. <laughs> just shoot <laughs> the fucking. Shoot it. Hey, yeah. North Korea, this is we're gonna yeah. tone it down yeah. over there with right. some non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beer. beer. Hey, Kim Jong, Kim Jong Il. <laughs> um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. You can't do digital downloads. No, but I do think they have some good non-alcoholic beer in Australia. I I bet they do. I mean... I've heard. Definitely... uh, Europe does. Europe does. Um, I mean, there are... UK does. UK UK has like like, gold standard. Yeah. Yeah, There's a... I think it's in London. At least one shop that is a non-alcoholic... Tap room. Shop. No, it's like a shop. Oh. Yeah, like a a liquor store, but... For non-alcoholic stuff. Wow. wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. You just go in there and you shop all the non-alcoholic yeah. brands. That, and, that is coming over here. That's yeah. cool. Like, yeah. that's that's got to feel good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we started this movement and now this is what it's paying it's off as. It's got to feel good. That it's you, gone around the world and now it's are, coming back here. You Since right now, podcast. A very smart uh, investment at a very good time, Jeffrey. Yeah. I, I, I hope it all pays off. Knock on wood. But yes, I feel good that the trends are breaking our way for sure. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, for me, just in hindsight, the, the day you hear this, it's like, yeah, I'm, I've been in this these shoes a million times having to drink a fucking Coke. Yeah. I'm sick of drinking Coke. Well, and here's the amazing That's what thing. it is. You have to know something's going on when in the home of Anheuser-Busch, yeah. there's a bar doing a sober night that can yeah. sustain... I mean that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be absurd. Like, I yeah. feel like, yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Were, you know, it's like yeah. somebody would say there was one in St. Louis. Yeah, in a beer town just two exits away from right. the fucking brewery itself, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like the mothership. Yeah, yeah. You have a bar yeah. that is ostensibly taking a hit. You would assume. Yeah. By pulling, mm-hmm. you know. And they're doing it. They're not doing it because it's charity. They're doing it because right. they're going to make. Yeah. They want to make. They think it's a business. I think nights like this will happen all over the country. Yeah. I think by next year, everyone's going to be doing non-alcoholic nights. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a thing. Just exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's um, awesome. On a related note, it's yeah. interesting. We're talking about somebody's talking about kombucha on the chat room. Yeah. Um, so you know the the the. The scoop on the booch, okay. as we call it. Yeah, yeah. The we booch. call it the booch. The booch. <laughs> booch. Um, That's funny. Is that there's alcohol in it, right? Yeah, I've there's heard some that. small measure of alcohol, sure. which almost feels like I don't. I've never known if that's true or not. Uh, it depends for the longest on time. It like, depends on the brew. Fermented, sure. With what brand? All yep, this yep. kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was interesting. I never knew this was a thing, and maybe they made it up. I don't know if there's a board. I just noticed it. Last night, mm-hmm. my wife drinks a lot of kombucha. My wife, um, <laughs> she was drinking one today when I was. But talking she to her. literally just got into it like the past, you know, whatever month. Yeah. She's yeah. really been drinking. It. I do all the shopping, so I buy her shitload of kombucha, mm-hmm. different brands. Anyway, one of them has a little symbol that says non-alcoholic ver- or certified. Okay. Oh. Yep. And so what that will mean is that kombucha is less than 05 percent ABV. Right. So. Some kombuchas that you buy are probably around maybe 1% at the highest end, mm. 1% okay. ABV. And I would say anything they sell at Whole Foods or anything that's mass produced right. is going to be less than 0.5. Okay. But, but I guess what I'm asking, I've never on yeah. any non-alcoholic, I've never seen a non-alcoholic certification. And I think they did this just for that exact thing as people were having questions. Consumers were like, does this have alcohol? How much? What is it? And so I think... But so com- now there's a, a kombucha- certifying... Yep. And they must... Wow. Group... Yep, there must be a certification somehow. Then they just want everyone to know. Okay, and and 
I would even check that because if it says non-alcohol, I assume that means less than 0. 0.5. That's what I think that's what it says in the very, very like tiny part. Yeah. So it's just like a little badge, yeah. like yeah. you know, a little. Yeah. So it's just been huh. certified that's less than 0. 0.5 percent, which is what ours is. Yeah. Uh, that's what our category is. It's less than non, non, non-alcoholic drinks means you're less than 0.5. It's a non-intoxicating beverage. You cannot get drunk. It's not gonna. It's you know. No matter how much you drink, you will not get drunk. Now, no one, no one has the physical whatever, but. You you had said something to me, Jeff. But yeah, um, at one point, and it stuck with me uh, that a banana has alcohol. Yes, in it. yeah. We ours ours has as much as a banana. So elaborate. Yeah. If well, so a, a riper banana is mm-hmm. going to have fermented mm-hmm. sugars, right. sure, w- which is alcohol, right? Basically, and they they have about point four in the grand scheme of things. A banana has the same amount of alcohol fermented as a uh, non-alcoholic beer, or wow. ours is less. And so it's a these are all trace amounts when you're talking, you know, ours is sure. 0.2. That's what our beers, our okay. light beer runs. 0.3 is what the Hellraiser runs. But they're just super small amounts. But it's... So trace is trace is trace. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's something that's... A, it's, I think it's more of a... For people in recovery, I think it's more of a head fuck than yeah. it is a... I don't worry about people having my beer and physically kicking in their uh, need to drink because of the alcohol in my sure. product, I worry more of they have my beer and it triggers a mental thing sure. and they want to drink. And so we don't market it to that at all. And I totally get it. It's a choice you should make. Lots yeah. of people in recovery do. Lots of people don't. Would never. But I, you know, that doesn't scare me as much as just the mental thing. I don't think sure. there's enough alcohol to do anything. There's alcohol is in so much stuff. Yeah. It's funny. It's just in so many things that trace amounts. Yeah. You know, yeah, that if that were going to happen, so there's no you. You're not worried about any physiological trigger. It's, no, it's just if it gets into your headspace. I think then, it's a mind thing. Yeah, and I I'm totally, with you, man. I'm, I get that. Yeah, I get but, that. But no more than a mocktail might make someone crave a cocktail, or going into a bar, or you know, there's all those things sure. in sobriety that you got to navigate. When you get sober, as my first sponsor, you're going to try all kinds of new things. If they don't feel right, don't do them again. So right. if you get to a bar and you feel like you're going to drink, get the fuck out. Right. If you're drinking an alcoholic beer and feel like you want a real beer, don't do that again. Exactly. If you feel like a, you have a Coke and you're like, I want a rum and Coke, slipping. You know, I think when you relapse, it's such a thing. Yeah. There's a premeditation to it. You're, you know, truly relapses it's a are. a confluence of a couple different things. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I always think I'm... that. There's some insanity involved in a relapse. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And, and hopefully, if a non-alcoholic beer puts you in that headspace don't do that right but but for a lot of people on the flip side mm-hmm. it just allowed me to feel comfortable in drinking situations so yeah, it, it really helped me and, no, and none of my relapses felt like oh boy what have i done it was all yeah it was all deliberate yeah and that's just me yeah it's yeah different for everybody but i was never yeah. like how did i find myself drunk yeah no it was very much like yeah I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Well, you know, the, Why? the famous... Because I want to do this. The famous story Bye, in the big, big book is the whiskey in the milk. It's it's right oh, yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah. of the big right, book. Right, and right. It's a guy on a train, and he's like... And then the thought occurred to me. I had I had a sandwich, and I had a glass of milk, and that milk was so good that I ordered another one. And then the thought occurred to me. What if I put a shot of whiskey in the milk? Yeah, and I always hated that story. I know. I hate that story, too. But it illustrates... If milk, the the thought, the milk is a trigger to think about dropping whiskey in it, which you'd never do, Mm. but it is insane. It's an insanity to want to drink alcohol 
as an alcoholic. And that's the kind of, that story is illustrative of how cunning, baffling, powerful, mm-hmm. and what trigger, you know, it's not, yeah. it's anywhere. Any, it's alcohol is everywhere. Yeah. It, it's it, the insanity of the disease. So that's what recovery is about. Yeah. And I think you can live a life that doesn't have a lot of triggers. And if yours are these, don't sure. do them again. But sure. I, I wouldn't, I, I hate living. I never wanted to live in fear. I never wanted to not go to bars or not go see live music. That just wasn't going to happen. Oh, yeah. I was never going to be that person that was afraid to go fucking be in a social situation around alcohol. Sure. Like, fuck that. Sure. That's, but anyway, I get it if in very early days, if like, whatever, you know, yeah. we all have to figure that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'm going to a big, loud late night concert tomorrow night. All know? right. Yeah. yeah I'll be You're a music I, guy. I am. Yeah. I'm not going to stop that. Yeah. Okay, that's our that's our rant. We're, we're running over. I know we're running over. Sorry. And uh, look at Ron. I I do appreciate you hold our feet to the fire. Wins the SRN marathon. Um, oh yeah. We, we we yeah we've thrown up a lot of ideas. Um, got the marathon. We got a live show. We got, maybe we have to figure out when to talk. We're about gonna that. bring a port. Let's bring our portable recorder Saturday night and get some interviews. You mean our our phones, our cellular telephones. Oh, don't, no, doesn't Chris have this little thing? Find that. I think I did. I loan it to you. I gotta find it. <laughs> I don't know where it I is. gotta find that thing. It's like my multi hundred dollar yeah Tascam yeah. portable recorder. It's oh, awesome. Here's the box. <laughs> We're one step um, closer. <laughs> okay, I'll find. Here's it. the box. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, cool. so uh, real quick though, uh, I, I don't know if they're listening now. I do. I shot off some apologies. I, I just am not. Uh, in the SRN office, so to speak, which is actually where we are now a lot during the week these days. I'm not sitting at the desk managing SRN stuff, so I get backed up on emails. Uh, So uh, John M. has a podcast, High Sobriety, on Libsim.com that... um, I like that name. Yeah, that... uh, Anyway, just uh, I, I just don't. I, anyway, John, if you're out there and you're listening, I, I apologize. I will I will get back to you in fuller soon. Uh, Love the name Patrick. I think that's Freddie is his name. He's a comedian. Patrick H though uh, is a uh, sober comedian. He's got a, a video on YouTube. Punchline drunk, a sober comedian discusses addiction. If you want to search that, Patrick Holbert, punchline drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett N, I owe you a call. Um, and what was the other one just recently? Uh, that might be. Oh, uh, uh, Neil uh, L has an album out that uh, it looks like it's uh, for sale. Jeff, Matt, and I, he sent us codes to listen to it. We will, I promise, Neil. I'm going to get that to them right now, and we'll listen to it hopefully by the next time the next show and we can talk more about it and tell people how to get it word um and then uh my shame regarding the podcast it's been going off without a hitch lately it yeah. feels like getting it started getting yeah. it running everybody hears us we hear everybody mm-hmm. um last episode i realized i had this inkling i titled the last episode as a reused title I titled one like back in like the second season, the same wow. title. Wow. Just embarrassing as shit. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Uh, I apologize. Oh, man. What is good? We're That's off the it. rails now. Um, Just rehashing. Re- yeah. Shit. Oh, ugh. God. And, uh, <laughs> do you want to plug anything? 
No. no. Okay. Uh, and then I, I do want to say uh, <laughs> no. thanks to DJFM for our themes. We yeah. will be forever indebted to DJFM.com. Yeah. Um, tremendously talented and generous sober musician. Uh, the guy's uh, 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 a gem. Uh, and you're going to hear one right now. Right now. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for all of you in the chat room. I love uh, what goes on the show, be- the show beside the show. Yeah, it's is what it feels like to me because I'm looking at like our show and some the lively, chat room. intelligent discourse and some funny shit too. All right. Oh, and you know what? People have sent us uh, donations. I, I I'm gonna have to thank those by name next time. Just I don't have them in front of me. And somebody, I think I set up a Patreon ages ago. Somebody's just, I think, donated via Patreon, uh, which I got to figure that out because I have not visited Patreon in forever. Wow. So we, we do appreciate it. Don't, and I apologize that, uh, you know, if we don't name check you immediately, but we, um, I always try to get to you and uh, we will um, thank you because we do appreciate it. All right. Good night. Good night. Winter Wonderland. Another clean and sober intervention.